What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Roll Blob Podcast presented by the Broken Anchor with the boys, Andy, Coop, and myself. They call me Cap, I guess. Uh, boys, how we doing? And I mean, the, the Gatorade was fucking blue, so I'm on top of the world. Major W is over in Picktown. <laughs> Major W. That's the first time we've started off a podcast with good news from Andy. Usually he tells us what went wrong <laughs> in his life, and he seems pretty happy right now. <laughs> I'm on cloud fucking 11, man. Yeah, Andy, the brand is for you to live a doom and gloom life and make people feel better about themselves by your L's. So uh, if you could start well, taking some L's, I'm sure he'll make up for it. Well, newsflash, everybody. Suck it. <laughs> All positive vibes over there from Andy. Coop, how we doing? Yeah, I'm fine. I, I apparently am not doing as well as Andy. Usually my favorite part of the entire podcast experience is saying I'm doing better than Andy, but tonight I don't know if anyone's doing better than him. Coop, that makes me feel bad about myself. I think you probably share this with me that we can't say we're doing better than Andy. That's we got up our game, man. Yeah, what are you guys do. doing we with gotta, your life? We gotta think of something. Yeah, that's that's I'm wondering that's the same good. thing right now. That's not good. Uh, I think it's gonna be fun, man. I hope everyone had a good Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, we'll talk Super Bowl. We'll talk. We'll break down the you know the halftime show. We gotta do that. Give our Yelp review on that. Uh, and then it's gonna be a fun time in the Big East. And we're gonna have some good sex to this week. I feel like we got UConn Providence, which I've had circled on my calendar for quite some time. Twitter's gonna be a good time, and we're gonna talk about other shenanigans. Andy, do you want to break down the stupid power ranking that we have? I think it's gonna be a good one. Oh yes, the power ranking that we have tonight. I mean, we haven't done one in a while, so we got. The power ranking of sports outbursts. <laughs> Our favorite sounds in sports. Most of them are press conference meltdowns, but also just random things that may or may not have happened that we just think are awesome, you know, especially in the modern day of just athletes having phones and Instagram stories, like just funny sound bites have come out. So uh, we thought we'd break some of those down and maybe give a couple impressions too. Why not? You know, uh, but appreciate you listening as always. Thank you for, for supporting this stupid bullshit and helping us make $33. Uh, but I hope this is fun and uh, a good, uh, good distraction from Xavier never playing basketball, which I've tried to my, make myself distracted as well. Hey, um, but that, that's, that streak's going to end soon. We got Saturday. We got the University of UConn on Saturday. We'll see. First we'll source. See. First source. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Knock on wood. Yeah, I thought we'd be playing we're not a lot. Jinxing it. Yeah, we're not going to jinx it. Yeah, no announcers jinx here. But uh, I think before we go ahead and jinx that, let's just cut to Andy Mack and, and get out of the way here. Okay, welcome to the podcast. I appreciate you guys listening. Honestly, I kind of wanted to say this real quick. I've been a little sick. And sometimes what you see with this Roll Blob podcast is kind of candid. We don't get paid to do this. Well, $33. So I guess we do get paid. That's a lie. Uh, we don't get paid to do this. Sometimes it's ups and downs. I've been sick and getting my butt kicked. Uh, <laughs> and I'm doing a lot better now. So I appreciate you kind of seeing us through on our stupid little journey of bullshit. Uh, but definitely appreciate you listening and supporting this as well. Uh, it, it can be it definitely appreciate Long story short, we put a lot of fucking work into this. And thank you for your support. 
So, so there's definitely two ways to say that, and uh, that's that's Andy's way of saying it. But it is it is a time commitment and things that we do put work into. So, and I appreciate it, and we definitely want to like make things better. You know, I mean, it's definitely with, with people in mind trying to uh, be a good distraction, just some funny BS, whatever the fuck. Just want to say thank you. Um, okay, boys. So real quick, Tyreek, as the kids say, caught a body uh, <laughs> this week. Holy shit! I, he zipped that defender the fuck up. Murdered. Straight up while, killed. While Cap was catching a cold, Tyreek is in South Korea <laughs> catching bodies. It was wild because, like, I was anticipating it being, like, a slow, like, contact happens. Remember, like, when Jalen would dunk it, and, like, dudes would smack him? I almost felt like he, like, absorbed it. You know what I mean? It, like, didn't even phase him. You know what I mean? Like, that was, like, an abrasive, like, change of pace there. Like, dude hit him and Tyreek moved quick. I mean, that was just, like, whole. I mean, I was, like. I kind of did like that one meme where the dude just kind of like shakes his head like, holy fuck. Like that was like a – that was an oh shit. <laughs> I mean, holy we, fuck. we know North Korea has weapons of mass destruction, but apparently South Korea does too. Is that where he is now? Yeah. Yeah, he's in South Korea. He's overseas. And then we, we were having this conversation off off air, I guess, is a stupid way of saying this. We're taking ourselves way too seriously. Uh, off the mic, we were having a conversation of like, we never know, at least me, when Xavier players go overseas, I never know what the fuck they are. I just know they're overseas. They just go in like the overseas bucket. Because really? everyone's like, oh, where's Tyreek these days? Where's JP these days? I don't fucking know. Some other, some country. Yeah, like, 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 you have know. to cross an ocean to get there. So right. that's all I know. A longer than eight hour plane ride. That's, that's all that, that's all I know. Um, but then, so we were talking when Xavier TBT happens, there's a, currently a team. This was a great idea from Andy. There's currently a team called overseas elite and being the Xavier has so many overseas. I mean, they're going to have to change that name. I mean, I'll talk to the TBT guys and we'll brainstorm. Cause Xavier is overseas elite. Now so they can thinking, be overseas, yeah. like above average overseas, overseas competent, decent, overseas adequate. <laughs> yeah, so they'll have to they'll have to do some brainstorming there, but you know we'll help them figure that out. I mean, we're stealing their name. The least we can do is help brainstorm names for them. Right. I um, mean, we're the creative ones here, so yeah, absolutely. Like, Clearly, <laughs> we created a TBT team <laughs> out of thin air. That we did. How did that happen? How is this happening? The fucking world of Boardman having Twitter. <laughs> exactly. Boardman gets paid. <laughs> that is that is that is true, and also a good preview for our favorite sound bites. Yeah, well, well done, Coop. Um, and then, okay, I kind of want to outsource this real quick because why would we do the job if we can let other people do it? So TBT is a thing, and it looks like it's happening. Everything looks pretty official. I was talking to a coach, Rick Carter, who who may or may not coach the TBT team, and he was like, "How about you guys have this stupid ass podcast you do and all this stupid media shit? So why don't you guys cover the games and shit and do media shit for it? What would you want to see?" people you know what i mean like what would the people want to see like because we were kind of talking about it like post-game interviews like live stream bullshit like you know pillow fights in the fucking hotel room i don't fucking know you know what i mean but tell us what what, what you what you'd like to see i think it'd be kind of fun to kind of brainstorm that kind of shit yeah, so and i yeah. think i can speak for the people the more rap battles the better i think that's something <laughs> that people want to see Roll and blob. i'm happy to moderate it roblox versus tbt <laughs> <laughs> Like me and Andy versus like D Davis and fucking like Trey Blewett. <laughs> hey, whatever works. Absolute that's blowout. That's what the people want to see. Just like a two-on-two basketball game, that'd be an absolute blowout. <laughs> yeah, we'd wreck them. Yeah, like, but it would be funny because it's like 
we don't give a shit about conventions. Like it could be literally fucking anything, you know, like that, that shit could be fun though, dude. Like I could see that shit being really, really fun. Like that could be like an old school, like AAU trip vibe type of thing. You know what I mean? Or like party, like having fun bullshit in the hotel rooms. Yeah. Uh, stupid bullshit. We would have like ice fights in the hotel. They'd have like ice machines. We'd fucking like snowball fights and shit with the ice. Yeah. I could see us having a good time in the hotel. Like, hey, I'm going to, over to so-and-so's room. We're all going to hang out there. Yeah, 100%. Because especially if we're all, like, screened and shit, it could be fucking fun, dude. Like, a fun, like, social fucking thing. Um, that, that could be a good time. Yeah, so, like, if if the Roblox pod ends up being the TBT media, which <laughs> looks like there's a pretty good God chance, damn. <laughs> let us know what you want to hear. Like, we're we're all here for your content. What you guys want to hear, we, we want to make your lives more entertaining. We're an absolute tornado of bullshit, dude. First of all, we came with this fucking stupid-ass TBT team, which isn't stupid, but it's just crazy. And then, too, like, we're covering it and shit. Like, dude, we're we're like the Tasmanian devil out here just creating a bunch of bullshit. Uh, Are we the, like, the official atom bombs of the TBT team? I mean, a very, very, very poor man's version. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. As far as, like, like, talent level. Yeah, we're like a boneless atom bomb. (laughs) Yeah, that's – yeah, exactly. That's like a huge atom bomb. Great value, great value added ball. Yeah, but like uh, a that's shitty a good comparison. Value. Yeah, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. A- an adequate be- value. You got it. <laughs> uh, so, so we had to talk a little Xavier, and and obviously I'd put my little TBT plug in there, obviously. Um, so let's talk stupid bowl. Um, I don't really care to talk much about the game because did the game happen? Yeah, I guess so. It just fucking sucked. I mean, real quick. I mean, fucking Brady again. I'm sick of this fucking guy. I will have to give him his props, though. I mean, like, everyone's kind of doing it, and everyone's doing throwing the goat bullshit out there. I do have to give him his props. I mean, I, I was looking at this one tweet that was just, like, Tampa Bay season by season, and it was just, like, 5-11, and 11, like, 7-9, and nine, like, miss playoff, miss playoffs, miss playoffs. Signs Tom Brady, 11-5 and five Super Bowl champions. Like, he definitely had right. a huge impact. Um but also to the, the flags, dude. Like, fucking Christ. Yeah, I mean, the refs did kind of take over the game, and I get it. And we also saw, like, Bengals fans have been bitching about us taking John Ross over Patrick Mahomes, and we saw exactly what it would be like. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Nine points per game. <laughs> like him that's being, really him what you want for his life. That's really um, what you want, huh? <laughs> like, this is the, like, this is the world that you want. I mean – um, we have him running around. He ran 500 yards just by scrambling. That was insane. 500 yards. And he's throwing from his side. He like, was literally, literally parallel with the ground. <laughs> I, yes. Like he is diving just to get a throw off and the throws hitting the receivers in the head. Those were the best incomplete passes I've ever seen in my entire life. Like unbelievable. How can you have highlight real incompletions? Literally, <laughs> literally no hat. Like those were unreal incompletions. <laughs> I mean, Holy that'd be like shit. the basketball equivalent of like a missed three pointer being on the highlight reel. Like, right. yeah, but look, he got that shot off. I literally was like, watching the replay. Matter. Like, it's fucking cool. Christ, that, like, yeah, that, that 360 dunk that goes in and out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but better than that, though. Like, those were some good ass incompletions. His receivers weren't doing him any favors. Uh, it, no. it was absolutely the the behind the back pass between three people, and the layup gets missed. 
It was brutal, dude. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I mean, the, the flags were the big story and all that kind of stuff. And there was the one in the end zone where Tom threw it to the fucking stands. Yeah, it was in the third row. I like, mean, there was no way that was a catchable ball, at least from the angle that we all saw. Um, but at the same time, though, Tampa Bay was just the better team. Like, yeah. I think even without, I think without the flags, Tampa Bay still wins. Not handily, oh, but probably oh, yeah. by a touchdown or two at least. Um, but it's just boring it like seeing. Like, it's the most watched event in sports. And you just have a ref show. You have laundry on the field every fucking play. And, like, with that play you were talking about where, you know, Pat Mahomes' uh, yeah. fiance could have caught it. And uh, so Brady throws it 10 yards into the stands. Uh, and they call pass interference. That's nowhere near catchable ball. If they call it holding, that's fine. But sure. they call it pass interference, which they get the ball at the one. Yep. At that point. Yeah, at the end of the day, I, I still think – I, I kind of think it's a little bit of a moot point because I, I feel like even without the refs being in Tampa's favor, I still think Tampa wins pretty easily. They do. It, it was just pretty shocking, dude. Like, if, if anything, if you had told me it was going to be a runaway victory, I'm like, okay, definitely the Chiefs. You know what I mean? Ran away with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, the Tampa shocked me throughout the entire playoffs. Like, I thought they were losing to the Saints. I thought they were losing to Green Bay, and I thought they were losing to the Chiefs. Um, I don't know if you guys agree with me on on the Saints or the, or the Packers. but uh, I had them beating the Saints, but I had definitely had them losing to the Packers. Right. I thought, the, yeah, I thought Jordan Love was going to take the Packers to the Super Bowl. Oh, who didn't? Just by pure motivation. Yeah, they, they surprised me, and I, I got to tip my cap, even though it fucking sucks, dude. Like, Dude, I did love the peace sign, though. The peace sign was fucking funny. That was a hell of a yeah, that was Tyreek kind of had that coming. And it was funny how just, like, universally everyone was just like, oh, yeah, fuck Tyreek. <laughs> like, everyone kind of like, yeah, Tyreek had that coming. Yeah, he, he did, definitely. But yeah. once Tampa made it to the Super Bowl, I mean, there was no way I was going to – pick against tom brady in the super bowl i mean did you pick Tampa you? Bay? yeah okay uh, i just thought that mahomes was such a difference maker and uh and i know that defense is really really good but i thought there's just too many weapons it, with how good i mean it, the good defense beats good 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 offense beats good defense and uh i thought Every that time. i thought elite i thought elite offense was gonna was gonna play out there but just that that tampa bay roster top to bottom is just so fucking good and like yeah. one thing I respect the hell out of is, I mean, yeah, the defense is great. They drafted a lot of them, um, and they, but they they signed a lot of guys that just got released, like Leonard Fournette. Um, oh my god, Ron just came out of retirement. That roster is ridiculous. Came, like, Antonio really only, Brown. Yeah, and Antonio Brown hasn't been in the league in over a year. That receiving core, dude. I mean, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Gronk, and Cameron Brate. And just, which, Bowling Green's own Scotty Miller. And Scotty Miller. And honestly, uh, Scotty Miller's not a throwaway there, honestly. Scotty Miller's good, you know? Like, that's a ridiculous receiving core. And especially with a guy like Gronk, like, uh, just keep, like, he can do it on a one. Like, I don't think he can do it on a season long basis like that. But for a one game, like, you give him proper rest, Put he's him in the moment incredibly and he's valuable. Incredibly valuable. Um, he's younger than, Tra- than Travis Kelsey. Is he really? He's yeah, like three, he's like five oh, months wow. older than the same age. Isn't that insane? We we that is actually conversation. Kelsey seems like a younger player, and Gronk seems like he's like a foot from retirement. Yeah, he does. That blows yeah, I, my mind, actually. I, I need but to yeah, fact check this. Me is too. I'm telling you, it's true. And if you, honestly, if I was gonna like age him, I would have said like Gronk's probably like I don't know, 32, and Kelsey's like 26, 27. That would have been like my guess. My brother told me, and I was like, no way, fucking bullshit. Looked it up. It's like a five month difference. <laughs> Kelsey's older. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's probably no. just because we've heard Gronk's name forever. Yeah. But, um, Gronk's older. Is he really? May 14th, sure? 1989. And then Kelsey 
is here we go. November fifth, nineteen eighty nine. Well, same age. Then. They're the same age, yeah. But Gronk Whatever. is older. Whatever. Uh, suck on that, Drew Meyer. Yeah, suck on that. Yeah, you got him, <laughs> you got him Andy. Uh, I'm going to factor this when we get off just to make sure. Uh, but honestly, just crazy, though, that they're even like the same age. And just age shit, like still to this day. Like Tom Brady, looking the way Tom Brady does. Like, bro, I'll always compare everyone to like Brett Favre. Like when Brett Favre kept coming back, like in his mid-late 30s, like just looked like an old man. Like He was like, gray. Yeah. Throw in the damn towel. Crawling like, Brett, off the field. done. And he's just – Still doing it, dude. At like forty-three, old as shit. Andrew like, Luck's already fucking retired. Yeah. And Brady's out there slinging it in his almost his mid-forties. And, and like, granted, like you know, Brady's not like he's not lighting it up anymore, but he is doing exactly what he needs to do. He is still the smartest quarterback, and he's uh, and he's capable of doing anything out there. He can throw the deep ball still. And yeah. Bruce Arians is having him throw the deep ball. I know. <laughs> I know, but it's tough what's, and, what's yeah. crazy is like throughout his whole career, I don't think Tom Brady from a talent point of view has ever been the best quarterback. I mean, there's always been sure. Brett Favre. I mean, I think from just a pure athletic standpoint is better right than away, it was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. I mean, then what the new wave of quarterbacks with Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, oh, yeah. Russell Wilson even. I mean, no, if you – looked at everything that each quarterback can and can't do, Brady would never be the top at anything sure. except winning, which, I mean, that's at the end of the day, the only thing that matters. That's what makes but, him the GOAT. I wish I was a yeah, Sintox so he, I could hear all I would do is win. <laughs> oh, yeah. Never heard that song, actually. Never one time. <laughs> no, not once. Not at any sporting event. Never heard Sweet Caroline. Never heard any <laughs> of that stuff. Just, just know the titles not. of the songs. But I think that just yeah. shows the value in that position. Like, yeah, it's great having a guy that can run. And, like, it gives him a much higher ceiling. Great having a Lamar Jackson. But at the end of the day, it's about meticulously reading defenses and being accurate. I think that a million times out of a million is more valuable than, than having the guy that can run and can do that shit. Like, sure, puts your potential through the roof. Absolutely, much higher ceiling. But I think that in his prime, Brady was a top three or four talent. talent yeah, he was. Yeah, he just he wasn't was. always the best. No, and he's right. had great circumstances too. I mean, there's no taking that away. And, and as great as he's been, like I, I'm not taking anything away from it. He's had incredible circumstances too. I mean, those New England defenses are going to keep you in any fucking game. You know, like it, honestly, I think Peyton Manning's a much better quarterback than Allen was absolutely than Tom Brady. Uh, it, it, but it's all. But that's the thing. I mean, Manning in, in like Manning inherited an absolute dumpster fire of an organization, an absolute fixer upper. And Brady walks into an absolute hall of fame defense, maybe one of the best defenses of all time. And his offenses weren't incredible, but like, if you're a decent quarterback and you have the best defense in football, you're going to be in games. You know what I mean? Like it's just not that tough. And then also too, we can't, we can't keep this either. Fucking Goskowski. Like, like, he has, had, he has had so he's had the greatest tight end in history around him. He's had the greatest kicker in history around him. He's the greatest quarterback in history. He had Moss coach, arguably. Yeah, absolutely. Him having Belichick. I mean, Moss for that season. Uh, yeah, and they were just incredible. And like his receiving cores in New England were never incredible, other than like Randy Moss and all them. Uh, but still solid and underrated. You know, like Wes Walker is a really good receiver. He's had a bunch of. That's, that's also Edelman. a big thing. Is you take like you take Wes Welker and put him. In, in, um, in Denver, he's not the same. He was good. 
he was still he good. Was the same. I, I hear what I hear what you're saying. I mean, he had he does make the guys around. Like, um, who was that lacrosse player? Chris Hogan. Oh yeah, he made Chris Hogan look really good. Yeah, like he, he made Chris Hogan look really good. He he makes the players around him better, and that's just he does that with his accuracy, and he knows when to make the right plays. No one reads a blitz better than. Yeah. Tom Brady does. He's just an incredible competitor too, and it, he's he's my football Kobe Bryant. Like I don't like him at all. Don't don't care for him. Don't like his playing style. Don't like really anything about him. Rooting rooted against him his entire career, but I fucking respect him. You know, like yeah. incredible competitor. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. When he retires, I'll love everything about him. I don't know if I'll ever love everything about him. Um, well, I'm not, not huge, everything, but I'm not a huge sun kisser. Not, uh, yeah, not my I don't style. I don't really condone that. I'm, I'm not, not a big, big Maga guy. guy. Yeah, all that kind of shit. Is, is Brady a Maga guy? He is, but I mean, I don't what? count that against him. Get out like, of here, Tom. Yeah, he is, but oh well, that's his political view. We're not a political podcast. And Did you guys watch the post-game shit when he was, like, getting interviewed and shit? Uh, by I did, no. Jim I was bowling. Yeah, I think, but yeah, by Jim Nance. Yeah. Was it yeah. weird to you? Yeah, it was weird. It was almost like he wasn't even looking at Jim Nance. and He didn't look first, like he was digesting a word that he was saying. No, it, and at first he did say, "You're gonna have to come closer." I can't yeah. hear anything. And, and then, then it was like, funny. He's like looking off into the distance and shit. It was weird. Yeah, it it was really weird. But <laughs> it was a goofy vibe, dude. And then my favorite thing was I don't know who it was, but a Buccaneers player in the locker yeah. room afterwards on his Instagram story. They're all celebrating and stuff, having a good time, and he's like. Man, look at Tom over here, and he's just packing his bags. He's like, he's been here before. He doesn't care. <laughs> and like, he's all by himself. Yeah, just putting his stuff in his duffel bag or whatever. Like, just another year for Tom just, Brady. Just went home and like just reposted everybody's Instagram story. Had like a yeah. billion dots at the top, like LeBron does on a daily basis, and just went to sleep. He seemed happy, but he was just kind of like, just kind of like it looked like he was faded. Yeah, I've I mean, done like, this a third of my career. <laughs> I mean, it's. It's true. I mean, I don't know what the equivalent to us doing something for the seventh time would be or a third of our careers. But I mean, it, I mean it's like, it, it, do you tell a, yourself, do you tell your friends like after you have sex now? The seventh time I have sex, I'll let you know <laughs> how it feels. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you know. Right. When I get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just, but it was just kind of awkward. It just felt like really synthetic. It just didn't like, it, it, I saw Jim Nance talking and you're just looking at Tom Brady's face and he just has that cheesy ass smile. Like he kind of reminds me of Tom Cruise, just like really fake mm-hmm. and just like, you know what I mean? Like he just, it's all for show and shit. It was just kind of a really weird vibe. I just, I don't know that why it stuck out to me. It just was really, really awkward and weird. Um, but it was really awkward and weird. Uh, all right, boys, real quick. I had to ask you, this is just, a, I really don't get into this shit that much. I love my funnies, but like, what was your favorite commercial? I, to me, it stands out by a mile, but what was your favorite commercial? My favorite commercial featured Joey Bosa because he went to Ohio State and flipped a car with his shrug. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't, that's my sole reasoning. We saw a Buckeye in the Super Bowl. It was on a commercial, but that was my favorite. <laughs> you take it. Andy, what was yours? Easily the Roll Blob commercial. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Dude, it's easily Norway. Oh, with Will, with Will Ferrell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, Will Ferrell killed it, bro. I was legit, yeah, was like, losing one. it that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched the game at a bar, so, like... Oh, you really tried to hear shit. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear anything, and I was bowling for most... Like, starting at halftime, I was bowling for the entire time. Dude, I, I got a soft spot for Will Ferrell, dude. I think he's the funniest man on earth. He's like, he's incredible. Will Ferrell's his delivery is just on point. He gets there, God, it's adorable! <laughs> yeah, he's Former he's a, Cincinnati Red, Will Ferrell. Yeah. 
That's true. Cincinnati Reds third baseman. We're baseball Honor podcast now. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, and then, we said we would talk. I said I would talk about it real quick. You guys didn't even watch the halftime show, which is kind of weird. No, I didn't. I was driving back, so. Yeah, That's I fair. Didn't. You guys both were social for the it. Super Bowl? Yeah, dude. I, I like, yeah. saw people. Imagine I being my, social I, in the pandemic. I took advantage I mean, of my I immunity. I saw my grandmother. Nice. Very social I, of you, Coop. I haven't yeah. seen my grandmother in a few well, then, years. If, if we have nothing to talk about, then we don't talk about it then. I thought it was, I thought it was a solid seven and, a half at, seven and a half out of ten, I'd say. Like, I'm not here to hate on the weekend. There was a lot of weekend slander. I thought it was pretty good. It was weird. But, like, the visuals were weird. I like the music, though. The visuals were really fucking I, weird. I mean, I like the memes. It provided good content. It was very memeish. Like, I got, like, 20 likes on my Buca de Beppo restroom tweet. Nice. Nice, solid, but it was weird. Like, it's, it's weird. Do you look at the past, like halftime shows? Why is it always people that were relevant like twenty years prior? Right. Like, Super weird. It's one of the yeah, first least, times in a while. At least like, they got a, someone in their prime. Yeah, exactly. But like the weekend though is like big, but like that big, the Super Bowl big. I mean, he he's big from Fifty, 50 Shades of Grey. That's about it. Wouldn't well, there be, Blinding like, Lights was like played on yeah. the radio twenty four seven. That's true. That album did big, but like. Wouldn't there be like a pretty easy – and I'm not here to hate on The weekend. I like The weekend. Uh, he's not like an artist I listen to a ton, but I like his music. But like wouldn't there be a pretty quick list of like at least 20 people that would be like a – you would think would be a bigger draw than The weekend? Like right, pretty much right off the top of your head. Just kind of the yeah, super, like whoever's probably. doing Super Bowl halftime shows is just kind of – just kind of question what they're doing, you know? Are they just kind of like, oh, yeah, fuck it. Let's just do – I don't know the fucking weekend. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's do The weekend. You know what I mean? The first name drew name out of, out of a hat. And then his music's also kind of weird for like a concert. You know, his music's more like, in my opinion, like laid back and like low key kind of music. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I like his music. He does like he has the Star Boys. He has Blinding Lights. Um, but but then he has like Often and um, Wicked Games that are like very deep, sensual, emotional. Yeah, it's just kind of a weird concert, you know. And I, I thought it was pretty Which, solid all the way around. But. I think he's a good performer. Like I remember, I'll never forget his. Um, performance at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, and of course you won't. <laughs> None of us will. None of us will ever forget that. That's all I watched during during the the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Honestly, no, yeah, that's the, the whole reason. Whole reason yeah. I was like, I had pants off, and so should we just go to the next topic or <laughs> roll fucking blow. Uh, okay, so this is going to be a pretty good week in the Big East. So there's two teams currently playing right now, probably about halftime. We're recording this around 10 o'clock. There was two late-ass Big East games. It was kind of weird. I feel like normally Big East games go at, like, 7 and 9, you know? It was weird yeah, to have uh, two 9 o'clock tips. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like it had to be because someone was postponed. Two 9 o'clock tips. I feel like there's a joke there. Um, but, I'm, dude, this has been the game I've had circled on the calendar pretty much all year. Really, honestly, other than any Xavier game, this has probably been the game I'm looking forward to the most. That's UConn-Providence. Because of the Twitter? Oh, 100% because of the Twitter. And they just hate each other. And it's just going to be awesome, dude. Like, oh, man, I hate rooting for Providence, but I am the biggest Providence fan tomorrow, dude. I, the I am on, meltdowns are fun. I'm on Operation Humble UConn. Like, I just want to see them humbled. Like, I want them to be good in the, in the following year. I think it's going to be good for the Big East if they're good. Not, not better than Xavier, but I want them to be good. But I want this year just to be a humbling year for them. What is it about UConn? And I don't want to name any names. I mean, I'm doubtful they listen to this podcast or if they do that they've made it this far. But after a UConn loss, it goes back to, well, we realistically shouldn't even be having a season. It's a pandemic year. And I don't, I don't see any other fan base bring up playing during a pandemic and kind of justifying their loss. 
yeah. other than UConn. I don't I don't know if it's just they're they're states hey, we don't too have, blue. We don't, I don't have know. book night. Like you know what I mean? Like it's a pandemic. We don't have book night. It's just dude, and it's yeah. funny because they were down like I think at the time they were down twenty two to eleven, and they're just all they could talk about is like Sonogo, like like killing Seton Hall and how mad they must be that they have Sonogo. Right. Like you guys are getting fucking killed. <laughs> like what are yeah, you fucking sure talking not about? Thinking about one recruit right now. Oh, it's like the most UConn tweet of all time is tweeting how mad they must be when you're getting literally doubled up right now. Like you're getting killed. What are you talking about? They're the Florida Gators of college basketball. Florida was getting stomped uh, in their bowl game against Oklahoma, and we're talking about how good they're going to be next year. Yeah, it's like, weird. Shut this up. Team next like, you guys be wild. Yeah. They are really, really, really arrogant, <laughs> especially for a team that's been eating humble pie for the past like six years. Yeah, they are I saw, very uh, on arrogant. My, my time arrogant. hop, it showed a picture I saved a year ago today, and it was um, a UC UConn game. And I can't remember the situation too well, but it was UC thinking there should have been a foul called on a play where there was absolutely zero contact made. So like just UC. seeing the fact that UConn was playing UC and they had that big A right on the yep. chest. Just I made me happy. I love pulling pictures like that <laughs> with just the big A on the chest. It was a rough, rough stretch for them. I mean, it wasn't like they weren't very good. They were really bad. Like losing like, record. Bad. Th- this year is kind of like the perfect way for UConn to the Big East because, you know, they're, they're they are getting humbled quite a bit. Mm-hmm. They're like middle of the pack at best, and they I was might pissed in the beginning because they were like third in the conference at first. Right. And like, God damn it! And, uh, but I mean, they're they're losing some games, losing them kind of bad. It's but bad on two uh, levels if they're good right now. One, it's bad because they're gonna be arrogant pieces of shit, and then two, it makes the American look good. It right. looks like anyone can just walk like, in from Mark the American. Mark Londo's got content, and we don't <laughs> yeah, like when exactly. Mark Londo has content. That's the last thing we fucking want. At least we don't want him to have legitimate content. We know he's gonna have his bullshit that he says. Right. Like he's gonna have his dumb shit. Well, oh, you guys can't keep a coach. Like, okay, you guys have fucking Brian Gregory. Like, relax. <laughs> Let's not talk about whose <laughs> coaches are like better. A Temple fan. Yeah, <laughs> dude. The, I think he's an SMU fan at least. What I gathered to be the original Mark Londo for me was an SMU Xavier debate. And I think SMU's last time they've been past the round of 32 is 1974. I think they had like a final four in like the early 70s or something like that. And that was the last time that that was the last time they'd been past the round of 32, I think. And I think they've been to the tournament like three times in the past like 40 years or something along those lines. And he was legitimately like trying to tell me that SMU is a better basketball program than Xavier. I was like, yeah, he tried to tell us that uh, um, Tulane's in a better position with Ron Hunter. Well, they are <laughs> than anyone in the Big East right now. I'd, I'd rather be Tulane than, than Villanova right now, without question. Uh, I think anyone would agree with that. And God damn it, Tulane! They had that win against UC in the fucking bag, dude. Mm-hmm. There was literally two players. We'll talk about rebounds later. There's literally two players going for an offensive rebound and a putback, fought over it for Tulane, like two teammates fighting over it. And then DeJulius just comes in and steals the ball. Like, oh my goodness, bro! That's the most oh. American loss I've ever seen. UC could be like three and ten right now. Yeah, like the they, last two they games, beat the shit out of. Uh, there was uh, a game uh, earlier they won very close against Temple, I think. Right? Maybe I don't. I don't. Keep yeah, they squeaked out a win against Temple uh, yeah. last week when we were recording because yeah, it was their <laughs> first win football. since like January the seventh or something. What's that put them at? Like five and seven? Yeah, I have no idea. I hey, but they're, they're climbing up the net. God, dude, I just, it's hard for me to look at. UK's ranking and just they're not ranking their record five and 12 dude five Duke, and Duke yeah. has a losing record now five and 13 as of today well Did speaking of 
of 13, did you see that thing going around the top 13 winningest college basketball teams of all time are all unranked right now? I did see that. That is hysterical. I mean, that's, yeah, that's mind-boggling. I heard a tweet today, or no, I think I heard this on the Skinny Podcast. Seven Hall of Fame coaches currently coaching right now. One is supposed to make the NCAA tournament. Jeez. Wild times. <laughs> is that is that Bill Self? Yeah, it's Bill Self. Yeah, absolutely wild times, bro. Uh, and I, I'm seeing – and right now I'm finally starting to get to the point where I'm actually getting excited about, like, March Madness and stuff. It's feeling oh close. Um, I don't want to get too excited because obviously there's a possibility of shit being weird or whatever the case may be. Um, but I'm starting to finally get excited, and I'm starting to kind of, like, put in, like, requests for work where I'm not working that Thursday, Friday. I'll never work that Thursday, Friday ever again. Uh, never going to no. be. <laughs> that, oh, that's I, the best four days before. I already submitted PTO. Best four days in sports, hands down, like no question about it. Uh, and Xavier's right now in like that seven, eight line. I think that's a pretty good spot for him. Andy Katz had us as a six seed. And two, this is a year, as long as you don't get Gonzaga or Baylor, like there's not a one seed that other than those two, where I'm like, we don't have a chance. Yeah, like, you know I'm, I mean? not, I'm not afraid of any one seed. I no, mean, yeah, I mean like, we'd be a huge underdog for sure. Well, yeah, like, so, I mean, Michigan, Iowa, uh, yeah, Ohio State, wanna, they'd all be favorites over I'd us. I'd actually like to play Iowa. I, I mean, I know they yeah, can shoot I it. I would too. They're a fraud. I was I was talking about that in the Instagram group chat, and people fought me on it. Yeah, like, I yeah, saw I this one bracket. Iowa. I saw this one bracket where we were like in a seven ten game, I think against like BYU, and then we had what had a two a, a two seed at Iowa. I was like, give me give that, give me that, give me, oh, that. Yeah. give me that. And then I think on the top half of the bracket was like, I think it was a one seed that was like you're not scared of, and then like I think the six seed or something like that was UCLA. So I was like, we could play Mick Cronin to go to the final four. <laughs> Let's go. Hell yeah. Let's fucking true. go. That'd be a no, 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 we're playing the 11 seed to go to the final four. <laughs> right. They were ranked in the top 25 <laughs> more weeks in UCLA. Um, Did you see, though, in the latest AP ballot? So Xavier is in the 28 spot, but they were one spot ahead of UCLA. I think they received two or three more votes, but just one notch above UCLA. And, you know, Mick Cronin's at least aware of that. That's big fun. That just makes you happy. If you can't be ranked, that's what you want to do. You just want to be one spot ahead. Yeah, he goes to the winningest program of all time and can't be better than Xavier. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, See, like, that must and be I, I, and Everybody knows my feelings about the AP poll, like how irrelevant it fucking is. Mm-hmm. But just knowing that Mick Cronin is aware that we're yeah. like one spot ahead of them by like two votes. <laughs> That'd yeah, make so, me happy. That someone dropped it on his desk this morning and he had to see Xavier's name right next to UCLA. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> Xavier name, Xavier's name to the left. 2,200 miles away and I can't get away from these fucks. <laughs> I love how much you hate Xavier, dude. God, that just that, makes me full oh. of regret that we didn't get a JP Makura cutout sent to UCLA. <laughs> sit right, right there on the bench. I mean, maybe it's not too late. I think it takes some money. Maybe we can start a fundraiser, but if he had to Walk in and see JP McCura just looking at him. Uh, man, that'd be <laughs> like great. Like in dodgeball when they have like the white Goodman fucking cutout woken. Yeah. That'd be fucking <laughs> put it in his office. <laughs> I bet he'd fucking like, oh shit. <laughs> he'd probably fucking jump like if I saw his nightmare. But UConn <laughs> Providence, man, that's going to be the honestly one of the events of the entire non conference or the entire conference slate. That's going to be a fun one. It's already off to a good start with the, with the shit talk on Twitter. Yeah, I, I got to get in there, bro. It's it. I'm not, I'm gonna lose a lot of friends for sure. I might I might lose a few followers tomorrow. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if I lose a followers. It wouldn't surprise me if I lose a good twenty tomorrow. 
UConn fans it's worth do, it. do not like when you go against the grain. But you got to do it to keep them honest. Because, like, sometimes I'm buddy-buddy with them, and then I'll just undercut the shit out of them. <laughs> you know, just, we were friends, like, man. Yeah, I thought we were friends, dude. Like, bro, I'm not a UConn fan. I think a lot of people think I'm a UConn fan. I'm not UConn. I don't give a shit about UConn. I like their fan base for the most part. But we're, like, we're interconference rivals. You know what I mean? Like, we're not buddies. Yeah. Like, we can be friends when we're not playing. But if we're playing, like, fuck you. We're coming for that ad wait <laughs> going at your neck and saturday is coming baby we can drink at the bar the night before the big east tournament but it, when it's between the lines bro we're i'm wearing my aac fucking sweatshirt bro let's go yeah and hopefully sunday i don't know when we're gonna do this i still am and fully supporting after xavier beats uconn we all get on escalators yes yes <laughs> Yeah, I love that idea. We'll have to. We'll have, we've idea. got to record that where we're all on escalators or something. We've got to go to like Tri County Mall or some shit and record us all on escalators. Just yeah. to drop in the drop in the menchies. Just Hell all yeah. just like looking like looking real slow like as we go up. Yeah, got on our uh, Xavier gear, showing the X, everything, just going up and say they're all. <laughs> or my Xavier Graceland pants, and of course, of course, with the dick print, of course, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I'm excited for this one. This is like must-watch TV, as far as I'm concerned, and I don't say that very often. This is must-watch television in the Big East. Must-watch I, television. I, I got a circle. I mean, I I, I cancel practice just so I can watch it. Coach of the year. We'll get we'll get to that later. And then I thought this was an interesting topic that that I would like to hear from you guys. Where you guys stand on this? I'll I'll call it sports points. You have a hundred sports points. And you can distribute them to all your favorite teams as far as, like, the more sports points you give to a team, the better it's going to help them out in winning whatever the fuck they're going to win. Where would you guys distribute your sports points as far as how you prioritize the teams you root for? You get 100 to work with. Yeah, uh, that's actually a real easy one for me, but I actually had that um, typed out. I know Coop had a real funny one with that tweet. 6931. So I'm going to have to think here. I had 20 points – going to Xavier basketball. I had 20 points going to Ohio State football. Then I had like five points going to the Cavs and then uh, some points going to the Reds. And then the rest, like 52 points or more. I had going to the University of New Hampshire men's squash team. Of course. Big Wildcats fan, especially their squash team. Um, which I actually did Google after I tweeted that and it does not exist, but that's why I think we need some more points so we can get that actually existing and then yeah. make them the powerhouse like they deserve to be. I should contact my dudes at uh, WKY, uh, WKTY TV and see if they'll, they'll start covering. Well, I think they would. I'm positive yeah. they would. I think so too. <laughs> I might I might hit up a, a connect that I have and see if he's got any info there because I'd like to to start see that being covered the way that it should be covered, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sad that you don't turn on TV and hear anything about squash. It's football, this basketball, this. Oh, here's baseball, here's hockey, here's golf. What about squash? What about the little guys? <laughs> so you can go to the YMCA and play squash. A squash lives matter. Well said. Yeah, exactly. Well said. Well said. One one million percent. Andy, what are you doing with your with your sports points over there? All right. So, um, real quick before I get to that, um, what are the odds if we do uh cover this TBT? What are the odds Marcus Walters will be able to join us? Do a little sideline report. Yeah, that that'd be really cool. I mean, I think that'd be a dream of his. But uh, 
you know, as long as he's not incarcerated at the time, like he has kind of been going in and out of, I think, yeah, I think that'd be cool. He's pretty busy though. I don't know yeah. where he lives. Yeah, well, what, 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 it wouldn't hurt to reach out. Uh, that's why it's, it's, yeah. it's a shot in the dark. I mean, that's, I just, that's why I asked what are the odds. I'll put in a yeah. media request. Yeah. yeah, we can. Yeah. All right. So my sports points. Um, I think it was automatic, uh, obvious one off the bat. Xavier, 69 points. Nice. Um, Good man. Uh, that's an easy one. And then I had the Reds, 15. And then I got Notre Dame football at 10. Bengals at five. Uh, I'm starting to get to the point where they might be breaking my heart too much. Um, might be Whoa. Although the Reds might be, I think the Reds be might the be light. worse right now. I just, I'm too, I'm more emotionally attached to the Reds than the, than the Bengals. And then I got one to the Timberwolves. I have <laughs> one, <laughs> one to the Timberwolves because, you know, I like them. I want them to win. Um, but and they, I'm gonna be honest, I don't even know where they're playing. Not Andy's a damn a clue when they ever play. <laughs> but you're simping, bro. I I'm simping. That. Like if I say, oh look, they won today. Oh look, <laughs> Anthony Edwards had 25 today. That's pretty Sim- cool. Symphony the Cavs last week. They I did. Mean, all oh, believe me. The Timberwolves. I don't know if you're aware of it or not, but are in last place in the East. Like they're, they're in the Western they're, Conference, they're, though. Or in the West. Yeah, not that much. Yeah, okay. Well, they are dead last. And the Cavs are low-key decent. They're yeah, they're they're up and coming. They're yeah. they're at least and they're at least entertaining to watch. That's a fun team. That is true. Like, I mean, I don't watch them every single night, but just getting the score alerts and stuff like that, I mean, they're hanging in there with some good teams and they're at least worth watching. I mean Oh yeah. I don't think you Brooklyn. should Yeah, I don't feel like I mean if you're like emotionally invested in them, it probably sucks because they're close to winning a lot of games that they don't. But I mean, sex land's a ton of fun to watch. But they're a product you could at least get behind, and there's at least a future there. You know, they're oh, not yeah. the Knicks. Like, and, and Derek Rose is one of my favorite athletes of all time. But like, why the hell when you have like a young up and coming team are you about to give 25, 30 minutes a night to Derek Rose? And why would Derek Rose and his Instagram post with that long ass paragraph? Yeah, he's typed a line and still hit publish and he said what's poo spelled backwards <laughs> it's yeah it's hoop but what like what does that mean <laughs> so um, it's in his dna bro here's a little bit about built what it's for like this coop here's a little bit about what it's like to be a Timberwolves fan um so our leading score i say r um Timberwolves leading <laughs> score he dropped 30 last night against the Mavericks, but then got sent to jail today. Who that? What? Uh, Malik Beasley. He got arrested oh in like September, and then um, he had and the hearing got prosecuted today after he dropped 30 last night, and he's averaging 20 and a half a game. What type of Bengal shit is that? <laughs> I just they've love had this. so much talent come through, dude. The Timber the Timberwolves are very Bengal esque. They've had a fuck ton of talent the last like 10 years. Oh yeah, come and go. I mean, or just do nothing. <laughs> they had that uh, the one year, the one year they were the number one seed in the West. Man, they were like one of the favorites to come to uh, win the finals, and then they lost second round. Kevin Garnett days, <laughs> yep. Yeah, they shit a lot down the toilet too. Like that Stephon Marbury Kevin Garnett duo could have been insane. That Wally Zerbiak, man. They even had like a really good group with like Latrell Sprewell. 
Like they had like the Charles Freewell, Wally Zerbiak, Terrell Brandon, Kevin Garnett, Michael Olawakandi. Those were decent teams. But Charles Freewell was a psycho, so never panned out. That always got that crazy motherfucker. That always got the crazy. Yeah, in another universe, I think that Stephon Marbury and KG could have been a really, really fun duo. No, that shit's fun. Like the the what ifs. I think I think that shit's kind of fun. The what ifs of sports. And then there's also a really cool video on like just the the complete just demolition of the Timberwolves franchise. Like how they were like a one seed, just watching go to shit. Just does like a ten year breakdown. Like I think Bleacher. Bleacher Report, maybe or Sports Nation, maybe does like they're actually oh, really man, they're, they're a really cool series. They're really cool. They show like the the breakdown of like good franchises, like when the Pistons went to complete shit after being like really really good with Chauncey Billups. Those are really cool. Well, um, like the um, one of my favorites of those is the Philadelphia Phillies. So they went okay. from winning. So this was year after year, World Series champions, lost the World Series. Okay, they were lost really the, good. Lost in the NLCS, lost in the NLDS. Yep. yep. Lost in the wild card. Third place, fourth place, place. <laughs> just complete. <laughs> yeah, a very slow and steady decline. Was it like the Ryan Howard days? Like, is, is that yeah, that area you're yeah, talking about? Like, right, right, what was the name of the like shortstop? Jimmy really? Rollins. Yeah, Rollins. They had a really good hitter too. Them, like a second baseman, maybe. Chase Utley. Was like a stud. Chase Utley, dude. He was a stud. Yeah, yeah they had a squad. Always used to just be loaded. They had five aces at one point. Yeah. And, oh yeah, yeah the H2O, Roy Holiday. Roy Holiday. Yeah, that team was loaded. I used to hate them. I just, I mean, the Reds made the playoffs, remember, for the first time since forever in 2010. The hype is real. First playoff game, Joey Votto's like in his prime, and he's like, we're going to come back here in four days. We're going to complete the sweep of the Phillies. They go to <laughs> Philadelphia. It's on like TBS or TNT. I'm like decked out in <laughs> Reds gear. High school me is. Yeah, it's just pumped up. Reds gear, head to toe, and the Reds get no hit. No hit, game one. Roy Holiday, there's a no hitter. And then, uh, yeah, then and the then Reds the rest. get swept, and yeah. Still haven't seen a Reds playoff series win, so. Sounds about right. It is what it is. Not you know what random game. baseball player I miss? Tim Lincecum. Oh, my yeah. God. That remember, remember the? Do you remember the SportsCenter commercial? Big time Timmy Jim. That was a classic commercial. I don't yeah, remember yeah. that. I'll show you. I'll, I'll send you the link later. Uh, yeah, good times. I um, got to see uh, Tim Winsicum and Homer Bailey pitch Homer um, Bailey. in 2013. That was Homer Bailey's no-hitter game. And it was cool because he was going against Tim Winsicum, if I'm not mistaken. And it was cool knowing that I had seen two players that had thrown a no-hitter, I think, in the same season go head-to-head. That's pretty cool. I was at Homer Bailey's first game in the bigs and the hype was insane there were a bunch of like homer simpson masks and shit and, oh uh, yeah when we thought he was gonna be like the second coming of jesus he stood yeah <laughs> he was okay he was decent um andy we got a couple topics that revolve around you uh, i'm sure you probably hate that you hate the spotlight uh i heard that you got a technical foul uh the other team was shooting free throws uh <laughs> without any other with any of your team on that side of the court um you mind explaining yourself and then maybe a brief history on your uh i almost said t history but that just sounds like uh like you had testosterone issues or something so i'm just going to refrain from that, that let's, too. Let, let's talk about your technical foul history real quick <laughs> Your high right. T, low T. Hard T, low T. Yeah, let's see what we got. So, I mean, as you all may know, I'm a pretty fiery, emotional um, sports fan, player, and coach. I let it, I just let it all out there. I wear my heart on my sleeve. And you really don't know what you're going to get when I'm there. So, Friday night, we are playing. I swear this dude's Jackson Hayes' brother. I swear. 
looks just like he's six seven as an eighth grader, and he's like doing euro steps, and he nearly dunked. One of my players um, got a hand on the ball, or else he would have dunked. Um, so he's he has the ball at the top of the key, and my um, player he is on the second hash mark, so he's not not even close to under the basket, and he just lowers his shoulder and just barrels right through him. And my like, immediate reaction when he calls a block is I jump up and down, like throw a little temper tantrum. Like, what game are you watching? Why are you si- There's no freaking way. And then I got, I got teed up from across the court. And I look, and I look over at the te- uh, other ref who teed me up like, now no, that was a really quick technical. You're going to put a player on the free throw line just because I jumped up and down. Come on, let's go. Then he starts, uh, and he's like talking with me while the guy's shooting free throws, uh, and I'm I'm still like telling him how uh, much of a bullshit call it was. Like he can't, he's like you can't jump up and down like that. Well, he can't barrel through my player, and uh, that actually became a uh, kind of a comment throughout the uh, throughout the game was. Uh, <laughs> They they were in the bonus. They had um, seven fa- like we had seven fouls with like four minutes left in the half. Like oh shit, wow that was that was a quick seven. And the ref goes, well one of those was you. Like, <laughs> one of those is your fault. And this came as you were acting as head coach, correct? Yes, yes. Yeah, so I'm the head coach right now because <laughs> um, our because of medical issues, COVID related within the head coach's family. So how are they doing under the acting head coach? We're three and two. That's not bad. Is and, that better or worse than normal? I mean, uh, we played some pretty damn good teams. Uh, we went – We uh, so my first game as the acting head coach, I walked in and I'm like, all right, guys, last game sucked. Today, we're going to run a little – we're going we're gonna to make a little change to the offense. We're going to run the make shots offense. Oh, yeah. And I should you not, we hit our first five threes. Andy Piccarillo, John Wooden, what's the difference? Yeah, like there's there really isn't a difference. And, Clearly not. Um and then we won on Saturday, um, thirty nine to ten. So take take that as you please. Coaching clinic from Andy Piccarillo. You will definitely get a promotion from assistant to the head coach. Hey, to maybe assistant head coach. You know, I I don't mean to too much. <laughs> there was a high school coach that talked to me after the game, but not to brag. Hey. We're, we're not, we're not going to get into that. It's a couple years down the road. Not to brag. All right, fellas. I appreciate that, Andy. Good to have, good to have some technical history from, from Andy there. Do you guys want to get into a little power ranking action? Uh, let's power let's rank some it. sports bites and that don't inv- involve me jumping up and down. <laughs> it, it would be my honorable well, mention. Yeah, that's already, already made, already yeah. made number one. So that's true. That's, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we normally do fives. This one was worthy of 10. There was just there's just too many good sports audio moments that you can't limit it to five. We tried, we couldn't do it. Yeah. We we named five in like the first three seconds. Like uh, that's we we got more. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and start with honorable mentions real quick. One of us has a dishonorable mention, which I think is awesome. I'll start with mine. Just Kawhi Leonard calling himself a fun guy. Just like I don't know, like that's just like me calling myself a professional person I, I, I don't know it's just like hey quiet you're like you're you're as as mellow as they come bro yeah, like andy pickerel is all business all the I time love, i love Kawhi though my favorite thing in the world is the him, cool, like, looking collected 
Yeah, I, my favorite thing in the world is him like passing by people, and he looks at his home screen just to like not have to talk to people. <laughs> he pulls like he's definitely the one that would Perfect. put in the headphones yeah. in as soon as he sees someone um, walking on the sidewalk. Yeah, clearly not looking at anything, just not trying to talk to people. Yeah, Kawhi's a spirit animal for sure. <laughs> What's that honorable, honorable mention? Keeping it in the uh, NBA, it's. Kind of hard to quote, but it's LeBron James, and I believe this was during the playoff bubble, and he's sitting there holding a Malcolm X book, paperback book, and a reporter <laughs> asked him about it, and he clearly brought the Malcolm X book and made it visible to kind of set maybe an example or to look good, and a reporter asked him about the book and says that she's read it, and he starts to go on, and it's, I mean, it's basically how I was in high school when a teacher would call on yeah. me to give a summary of a chapter I didn't read. He's clearly making it up. He's like, well, I just started uh, reading it. And it's, uh, you know, long story short, he was a very, very, very smart man, very smart man. And just <laughs> clearly did not read it, did not read spark notes to it, just has the book. It was a that's prop. It. So, it was a I mean, prop. It, was, it was a prop. No, did not that hits that. home, man. Be better. Those were the worst, dude. Getting called on when you didn't read a lick of the book. That sucks. It's not fun. It's like trying to podcast without knowing what you're doing. It's like, just wing it. No idea what that would be like. Uh, like I don't do that no, twice a week. I don't know. No idea. And no. I heard you're a dishonorable mention. I do have a dishonorable mention, and from a very dishonorable man. Um, so my dishonorable mention is it's hard to beat a team when they were ranked – in the top 25 more weeks than we were. What do you expect of me? <laughs> when they were on a complete downward spiral. <laughs> and you blew a 20-point lead. Yeah. Yeah, Mick, it's real tough for you to be it, – it's, it's, it's a really tough draw and just being a 10 seed that's been spiraling out of control for the last month. Goodness gracious. He's, he's the worst. The excuse factor. I wish I was as good at anything as he is at making bullshit excuses. <laughs> <laughs> I like when he asked Throwing the reporter – under the buzz. I like when you ask a reporter if they came up with that question all by themselves. Yeah, right. <laughs> that question all by yourself? <laughs> he, the guy asked Mick if um if he was going to keep him up at night. He's like, I'll give you a call tomorrow morning. I'll just know I haven't been asleep yet. I haven't been asleep yet. <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> you, you know what's funny, though? Remember just a couple weeks ago when Coach K was getting all that heat for the way he like addressed his student reporter's question or whatever? Yeah. Well, if Mick Cronin would have done the, the same thing, that reporter would not have lost any sleep over it, would have just kind of chuckled, be like, that guy's just weird. But it's, <laughs> just Coach K, it's like, yeah, like you're going to be intimidated by it. But it, yeah. like Mick Cronin could say anything to like even me, and I wouldn't like it just be right. like, huh. Oh, That's yeah, child's okay. play for Mick. That'd be like a good day. Like, okay, Mick's yeah. had a decent day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, He's definitely. such an ass. Like, he clearly means, like, does it bother you? Like, you're getting right. the semantics of the question. That's, like, not what he's asking. Like, you don't need to take it so literally. Yeah, he's such an idiot. <laughs> well, another one of my favorites that he had was um, uh, when he starts talking about the polio vaccine. Oh, my God. That's the, oh, that's yeah. the goat. That's the hands well, down that's, goat. The school invented Benadryl. Yeah, that's what I want. It's just a really convenient time to talk about that stuff after you lose the biggest game of your regular season. <laughs> Again, like let's let's talk about Benadryl and polio. And he's, like we saw, oh, I got an uncle that's sick. It's like, okay, your fan base doesn't care about that right now. Like I get it. Like I I hear what you're saying, but it's clearly just an excuse and a diversion from you losing your biggest game of the season. The season being over. 
you're clearly trying to make excuses. Like your fan base who invests all their time and money in UC basketball doesn't give a shit about your uncle right now. I'm sorry. Like I'm calling it like I see it. Like if I do a shitty job at my job and then they're like, well, why are you doing so bad? Like, oh, well, you know, like, fuck, you know, like I, you know, have a bum ankle. It's like, <laughs> it's like, okay. That's, that's my brother has, that's like, uh, that's like Drake. This is completely off topic in, uh, Drake but whatever. Farm. Yeah, Drake from State Farms delayed his album because he's had to have knee surgery and he's recovering, quote unquote. <laughs> like, like, you have a home studio. Like, can you yeah. literally not walk? Like, whatever, whatever. That's completely off topic. He just, I, <laughs> I know. know. It's true. And it's like he would never have brought his uncle up if he hadn't lost. You know, like, oh, no. you don't give a shit about your uncle. You're just bringing him up because you lost. He's just he would have been like, I, my uncle's been sick and I, I just I did this for him. Maybe he does care about it. I don't know. But it's like, it's just not the time to bring that shit up. Like after the biggest yeah. loss of the season and you've lost in the second round again, or maybe the first round. I don't know. Um, okay. Now to get me potatoes, the top 10, I'll start with, the, with number 10. Um, number 10 is just a classic practice. Just saying practice 30 times. Like if you want to emphasize something, just say the same word 30 times in a row and everyone's That's going to get your point across. You talking about practice. Not a game. Because- I didn't know what they were talking about the first like 17 times. So I need it. I need emphasis the 18th time. Oh, okay. Practice. Okay. I'm supposed to be the franchise player. And you want to sit here and talk to me about practice. <laughs> How am I practice? supposed to get better by me? Practice. <laughs> That's a classic, bro. That, that one, that one's so good. AI was uh, off his rocker, bro. He, he was fun. He was fun. Not Shaq fun, but he was fun. Uh, no, you think get, it started get... sounding weird? after he said it like you know how if you say a word over and over again it starts yeah. sounding weird yeah you think after a while practice started sounding weird to him he probably can't say it normal ever again now probably not like all weird in his head he yeah. was fun for everybody except for larry brown i, I don't think larry yeah. brown was the biggest ai fan of all time all right who wants to do number nine all right i'll take number nine. Oh um, yeah it's gotta be andy yeah. wait this fitting house is gonna work <laughs> Are you guys aware that? Oh no, there it is. All right, and um, number nine, we got the good old Torian Prince rebounds after they asked a reporter asked him after they lost to Yale. Baylor lost a twelve seed Yale in the NCAA tournament. How does Yale out rebound Baylor? Well, uh, um, you go up and grab the ball with two hands, and you bring it down, and that's considered a rebound. And they got more of those than we did. How'd we get Teron Prince on the podcast that quick? Yeah, that was fast. I got connections. Really fast. You're doing a really good job with the the lobby of the of the Zoom call. That was yeah, that's good. And the Very waiting well room, I had I had that sitting there, that waiting room, and just as soon as we brought it up, you so you talk to them ahead of time, like hey, just yeah. be ready to throw I, in the soundbite right when you get in. Don't yeah, say as soon anything. as you pop in, just start talking. No pleasantries, nothing. Just throw, in, just throw the quote. Okay, nice job. Well, we'll play it on your part. That's that's big time. It's professionalism. Speaking of big time, uh, Kufon, you go ahead and give us number eight. Yeah, number Been eight. You're doing it. Uh, <laughs> number eight is literally <laughs> Mick Cronin, whose name has unfortunately come up a lot in this podcast, but it, it fits because his quote saying, "That's big time. That's big time." <laughs> is iconic he that's of course when he congratulated travis Steele on winning the crosstown shootout uh for the second year in a row aka city championship yeah city championship i think i think it could be trademarked like you can't say super bowl i I think it's like the same deal as like the legality but probably yeah yeah. who knows so uh yeah just we literally can't say me and my girlfriend like can't say if like the words big in time like 
come in a sentence like we both go that's big time like at the exact same time like we like i can't hear those words and not that's big time yeah it's and it's a great little clip to post on twitter oh. just if you need a two second video great two, time. Seconds there. yeah like my, uc my loses yeah. to east carolina that's big time that's big time big time w i'll go with i'll go with number six and this is the big the big shactus in his prime in la uh post-game interview <laughs> he's just talking like man i don't give a shit i'm tired of these fucking bu- bullshit refs blowing these bullshit calls and uh, the you fucking know, game talking about the fucking game <laughs> and the announcer's like shack we're on live tv Shaq was clear as day. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and the, my favorite part is the announcer going, I know. <laughs> he's like, he's like all defeated. Like, I know. I know you don't give a shit. <laughs> Shaq was the best, dude. Shaq was a hilarious interview. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Especially after a brutal loss. He even not... like, even like, like exhales. Uh, he's like, yeah, I know. All right, boys. I actually thought of a random one. If you guys don't mind me throwing in a quick random one. Go for sure. it. The late, great Craig Sager, rest in peace. Uh, he was interviewing Kevin Garnett after a game, and I call this one Burn It. <laughs> you have to look this up. Just type in Kevin Garnett, Burn It, and it's Craig Sager. I don't know if you remember. He wore all those crazy jackets and shit. Yeah. Like, it was a super flamboyant. Like I think it was like a pink and red flower bullshit or whatever. And, uh, and Kevin Garnett's just flaming him. Like He's starting to talk to him about the game, post-game, and he's like, man, you got all this stupid-ass bullshit on. He's like, I'm telling you, burn it. He's like, you see those dumb-ass shoes you're wearing? burn it he's like you probably got some goofy ass socks on then he lifts up his pants he's got goofy ass socks on he's like yeah go ahead and burn those too he's like this whole thing could be called burn it (laughs) it's so good bro you just type in kevin garnett burn it it's it's a good good 45 second watch (laughs) good 45 second watch title my sex tape by the way Uh, that, that, that's, what, that's what she said <laughs> it, they're, they're great that's a great show uh what's that show called brooklyn i not underage show <laughs> oh another good um i don't want to mention soundbite is anything's possible by kevin garnett mm, classic uh, yeah that's, that's a classic a classic positive <laughs> one but that's not as funny that, uh-huh. not, as, not as funny good but not funny <laughs> right, we like so, funny more than good clearly <laughs> i'll take number six and that's what they say about the show it's not good but it's funny <laughs> Kind yeah, of. That's what we strive for. Yeah, that's what we're, going for. we're not going for good. Right, number six, we got John Cheney. I'll kill ya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, R.I.P. The late great John John Cheney. Again, <laughs> starts outbursting at Coach Cal during an A10 press conference and gets in his face, threatening to kill him. The A10 was a high stress environment in the late 90s, early 20, early 20,000s. Wow. <laughs> Ahead of his time. The early 20,000s. Yeah, dude. I bet young I bet you young John Calipari could get under your skin though. <laughs> he could all like especially cuz he's he's kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I bet know. he was more of a dick back in the day too. I feel like he's mellowed out a lot. He probably has. Like and now that he's like in like in a at a blue blood when he was at when he was when he had that um ego of I've made Massachusetts this. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm sure he was arrogant as fuck. Such a big ego. He's got a huge ego. I love his big ego. Uh, classic <laughs> banger right there. Classic banger. I just think I, I'm just in my head. I always just kind of go behind the scenes in my head on these things. John Cheney had to go way out of his way to get into that press conference. Right. And like, we all like say things, say things we don't say things we regret, say dumb shit, but it's normally like an impulse 
you know, thing. Like I remember like this one game in a basketball game, I tackled this fucking kid, but it's just like an impulse thing. Like he threw a ball at my nuts. I fucking tackled. Um, but it's like it's pretty instant, right? He had to march like probably a minute or two all the way into the press conference room and still say, I'll kill you and storm him. You know what I mean? Like you got, you know, the whole time you storm, like I'm going to tell him, kill him, tell him, kill him, tell him, kill him. <laughs> like he was thinking that for a long time and still said it. Like it wasn't like an impulse. I'll kill you. It was like a premeditated. I'll kill you for a long period of time. Like, I just would have loved to like have a camera, like following him the whole way as he's like pissed off, like marching in. <laughs> I mean, cause it was a pretty long walk. I'm sure in the press conference room, <laughs> I would just love like a behind the scenes, 30 for 30 short on like the, the prelude to the I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, definitely not an impulse. I'll hit you with a blind stick. I know that. No, that was an impulse. <laughs> Thank God that was an impulse. Cause if that was premeditated. I'd really be questioning you. <laughs> you could do a lot better if you were writing lines. I'd, I'd hope. Um, but Hopefully. I would love that. I actually almost did a, uh, a stupid like two minute video on, uh, on I'll kill you. I almost did like a, like an A10. Uh, this was all like about three months three months ago. I was like brainstorming, and I had nothing better to do, so I was brainstorming video ideas. And I was like, "What about like a uh, like an A10 like honor like a, honoring the A10 video like surrounded around I'll kill you." And I still might make it someday, but um, it was good. I had a whole like fucking uh, like script written out. It was gonna be really funny. Yeah, those are high pressure times. I mean, life and death. The A10. People forget that. Speaking of high pressure, high pressure guys, <laughs> Mick Cronin. And his name comes up once again with our number five quote when he had to tell us all that he was he's not Puff the Magic Dragon, contrary to popular belief. I have to clear that up all the time, too, you know, in my personal life. So I definitely hear where he's coming from. It's something you have to keep straight. You know, people get that confused. I mean, you you, you turn on the TV and if Puff the Magic Dragon's on, you kind of have to like wipe your eyes a little bit. Like, wait, why is the UCLA coat? Oh, it's Puff the Magic Uh. Dragon. I didn't realize that. And then people start like throwing in the they've never you've never seen this the two in the same room so you have to really clear that up. Yeah, <laughs> he is the king of just like those like and I promise I'm not gonna talk about Macron anymore after this. He's the king of just like the shake your head like childish like way over dramatization quotes. Remember before senior year shootout between I think uh, I think it was Trey senior year he was quoted saying I'm trying to find the difference between them and Golden State. I'm like, okay, like we have a good offense, but like way to just create the excuses before the game even starts. Right. Like when who knew Enos Cantor's brother could shoot? Yeah. I'm just like golden state. I'm like, come on, my dude. Like you're, you're reaching a little farther. Like our offense was good, but come on a little too much. Um, Okay. (laughs) All I see is Spurrier. (laughs) Number four, we have the Spurrier guy, the guy that thinks visors are cool. Uh, I'll give the people what they want. Spurrier, you think visors are cool? <laughs> That's what you're going to get when you come to Stanford, Stanford Stadium. In what year? In 2009. <laughs> the year kills me. Uh, the year's the best. Well, that just makes it a time capsule, bro. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, when was that? Like, early 2000? Oh, 2009. Okay, cool. You don't even have to Google it. You know, he saves you time. I, I appreciate he was ahead of his time just thinking ahead, you know. He's like, when kids so you, watch this, they're not going to have to look it up. He was going viral. Yeah. My, my favorite part is just the fucking the recipe of the paint. You got to put on the white because it really makes it shine with the red. And then you put on the black. <laughs> like, yeah, that's how you apply paint, you know. <laughs> that's the classic layer method, you know, if you've ever had to do a paint job. Yeah. 
<laughs> iconic. <laughs> Absolutely iconic. <laughs> Spurrier. Spurrier with 50 R's. Get that. <laughs> What I, do we just got Googled, I just Googled that game, by the way, to see what happened. Georgia did win, which I mm. would have been great if the South Carolina won. But uh, it, was, uh, it, was ga- it was game two of the season, and he was that hyped up for the second oh my game. Of the- God. It was September. It's still hot outside. Yeah, yeah, literally. I could have sworn it was a bowl game. That's awesome. That's a true fan, though, man. Hype up yeah. for some cock football. Let's go, my man. Yeah. Andy, what do you got? Number three. All right. Number three, we got um, good old Oklahoma State. Oh, man. I'm 40. There's like five or six really good moments in that one. There's five or six really good ones. Remember the old Don't beer come commercials? At come at me. Come <laughs> at me. I'm 40. That's not true. Do you remember those old beer commercials where it would be like old press conferences and they would like talk about like Miller? Like, I heard you were drinking Miller Lite before the game and he'd be like, or whatever bullshit they would do. They made like a fake one for that one. And it was so, that one was so funny. They're like, are you sure you're old enough to drink? He's like, I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was a good yeah, one. Yeah, I think, uh, think there was a really good one with uh, the playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. yeah, yeah. I forget, I forget how they went. I actually, I need to do a deep dive and look into those, but those were pretty dang good. Um, yeah. ooh, another honorable mention, Herm Edwards, you played to win the game. That's, that's a really good one. Yeah. That's Hello. Yeah, that, that you play to win the game. <laughs> Maybe an honorable mention to anything that John Madden says, and anytime Chris Collinsworth opens <laughs> um, a sentence with "Now here's a guy that," and then <laughs> and, insert anything. Here. And Tony Romo, I don't know, Jim. Yeah. I don't know, Jim. <laughs> Dude, you see the wet spot on Twitter? Tony Romo had like a little wet spot in the PP area. Ooh, ooh, baby girl. <laughs> hey, oh, I don't know, Jim. <laughs> All right, at two, Coop, we got a real good one. At number two, it's one of the all-time greats. And coming from an all-time great university, Coastal Carolina, we don't need more more uh, cats. We need dogs. No, no, meow. We need dogs. <laughs> Be a dog. <laughs> We don't need no meows, no cats. <laughs> we need more dogs. I got, I, got my cool, good. I got my cool sweatbands on. <laughs> Be a dog. I love, dude, that guy's gold. He's got some good ones, dude. He's got some good ones. I, I think he was pretty, pretty bad. I think I've looked it up before. Coastal Carolina used to be. Back in the FCS days, they were pretty show. pretty bad at football, and I think he was a big reason why. So <laughs> maybe they did they didn't need some more cats, or maybe like I don't know, maybe the dogs they had were like those yappy dogs, like chihuahuas, yeah. and you know, like yeah, those aren't real; those are rodents. They had too many meows. <laughs> yeah, that dude's the, like, dude. Imagine like seeing that interview. And being like, God damn it, that's my fucking coach. I take advice yeah. from this fucking guy. I wonder Imagine how many people he committed. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're already committed to that school. Like, fuck. You already <laughs> just signed your letter out. of intent. Like, God damn it. If, if Twitter was around back then, it's like you uh you see that and the video is posted on Twitter, and then you quote tweet it with an <laughs> iPhone note <laughs> announcing that you've decided to right. explore other opportunities. <laughs> respect my decision i would just like to thank the be a dog guy but i'm gonna explore other 
Yeah, that'd be like the worst. Like, I'm I'm literally gonna take anything, any kind of advice from this fucking guy. Oh, yeah. or being like an assistant coach in that locker room. Like, fuck, I work for this fucking clown. <laughs> <laughs> he can fire me. Yeah, exactly. This is bullshit. And then number one, and uh, this is kind of funny. Uh, goddamn, dude, there's just nothing better than good sex in the Big East. It is just something that I can watch on repeat for minutes on end, and I just never get sick of it. I just randomly retweet. It's like, oh, you know what he's thinking about. Every, you know, I think he's just every month it. or so, like, it's just one of those deals. Like, I don't know. I love the movie Lion King. And I don't feel right if, like, I don't watch Lion King about once a year. You know what I mean? I got to come back to it every once in a while. It helps me recalibrate, you know? Great movie. Puts you, put you in the right space. Every, honestly, like, without that clip, like, yeah. would we all be here right now? Like, HBET really wouldn't be a thing. There's a very, true. there's a very real point to be made there. I mean, it's a foundational piece in a lot of what we do, and uh, and it's just it's so rewatchable. And about like once a month, I'm having like a shitty day, I just watch it like 15 times in a row, and it's an instant mood changer. <laughs> like if you ever feel really shitty about yourself, just go, just realize there's a guy that I that, that told a guy, you know, I hope you have good sex in the Big East twice in on the TV. middle of an, on TV in the middle of an interview, like. You talk about <laughs> shit in the bed, man. The, the good old thank you afterwards. That's dude. It's the most sincere thank you ever. Like he was, he was legitimately grateful. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. <laughs> he just, probably thought like, did I hear that right? And then watched it back. It's like, well, yeah, okay. It looks like he was just making the best of a situation. He's like, what could I possibly do? It looks like he acknowledged like, yeah, you fucked up, but I'm going to just try and play it off here. Like, that's kind of what it looks like to me. But it is just a – he looks very genuine. Like, Thank you, Jimmy. Yeah, that's what it is. It's Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. No one ever says that to me anymore. Thank dude, you. But we talked about this. We talked this before the show. Like, that is a very, like <laughs> – I, dude, that's an awesome thing to wish somebody. Like, I, I'd be like, dude, thanks. That's I, that's the about the best wish I could possibly My get guy. from someone. Yeah, like, I wish you good sex. Yeah. In the, I wish you good sex in the Big East. Like, dude, thank you. Like, I love the Big East. And then obviously, sex speaks for itself. Like, thank you very much. Like, honestly, thank you, Jimmy. Jimmy's the man. Bro. Yeah, like, it's it's the opposite of cliche. Like, oh, good luck this season. Congrats yeah. on the win. Yeah. Dude, that's a baller ass fucking thing to say. Like, yeah, like good luck the rest of the season. Hope you have good sex in the Big East. Like, dude, thanks, man. Appreciate that a lot. You're you're the, you're a real homie. And then we talked about this too. It's like just the worst word, like in media. Like, like you can say something wrong, and that still sucks. Like, even if you had just said it once, like, fuck, dude, like that's a bad moment. But to trip over the word sex is just I can't imagine. I bet those that second felt like a fucking eternity. I wish you good sex in the sex in the biggie like he was just like god damn it i bet you he was freaking the fuck out and said like i can't even imagine like, i'm so fired i said some dumb shit i was in media in the navy and i've said some dumb shit or like fumbled over a word and it feels like a fucking eternity i can't imagine like on live tv good sex in the biggies like what the fuck was he thinking about like because it's normally just like a word you're like you, you, you misplace a word or you're typing in a word like you're thinking of something you type it in i wonder what the fuck he was thinking about and i know that uh, coach had like some scandals or something right uh, um gonzalez yeah i don't know i think um, he had some scandals or something yeah, but like i just want to know what the fuck was on his brain like to for that to come out of your mouth well, I, I, I mean he was, he was definitely uh, trying to say success yeah good success yeah good but su- i mean yeah but he, he clearly said sex twice yeah yeah, yeah twice well, so, <laughs> I, i'm thinking like he said oh like good sex oh wait I just say sex. Good sex. Yeah, good sex. 
Because like I've heard I've heard that before where someone's trying to say success and they like say they end up saying sex like he was trying to he had some good sex of uh, success you know what I mean like but he said sex twice like he clearly said three letters S E and X like those are the only three letters like, he didn't follow it with success he said sex and then sex like I mean he was he was thinking about that post game booty bro like I'm telling you he was he was thinking about something bro like straight up like no hat he was thinking about some sex. <laughs> No, if they the bus. All time, all time. Clip. My, my man. Yeah, man after my own heart right there. Um, but I think that's – I think we compounded a pretty solid list. And I'm sure that we'll come back and randomly blurt out, like, playoffs or something random that we may have forgotten. But I think that's a pretty pretty damn good list. And as always, if we missed anything, let us know. But good I mean, sense finding something. because It is a it. list we put together in about three or four minutes and, uh, you know, a time that we are all pretty familiar with, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, but, yeah, feel free to absolutely torch us about it, 100%. But do uh, you guys have anything else, man? I feel like we're pretty we're pretty cleaned. I think that's a pretty complete show. Yeah, I think uh, get ready for um, some good old so get, get ready for, for a good old Valentine's episode. And ladies, if you want a good Valentine's Day, feel feel free to log on to wearnakedunderwear.com and buy yourself some naked underwear. Where if you use the promo code Andy pick 17 you'll get you'll, you'll get 40 percent off and free shipping naked underwear silky smooth good sex Bye.